Welcome to Paradox Walk Podcast, specializing in paranormal activity, UFOs, cryptids, anything completely out of the ordinary. It is January 24th of the year 2023. Today's episode, we're going to be going over four cases of shape-shifting, either people shape-shifting or something that looks like a person shape-shifting into either black dogs or a fox in one case. Two of these cases have very similar parallels. Um, Before we get into the stories, I always promise I'm never going to go over like a minute or two on things before the stories. I always disliked podcasts that go eight minutes deep before they start telling the stories. I'll never do that. I might take February of 2023 off. If you've checked out the other podcasts, I uh, am a classical piano performer. I have a... Anyone interested at Rockford, Illinois, um, March 13th at the Mendelssohn Center, I am going to do some Chopin, some Beethoven, and classical guitar variations, transcriptions that I turned into piano pieces. So check that out. It's spelled Mendelssohn, like the composer Felix Mendelssohn. Anybody interested in that? I'll probably have links in the in the show thing, the show notes. So no further ado, let's get to the first case here. Yeah, so this one, the first one comes from Japan, and this is a lady that heard, it started off her stepdad took really good care of her after her her real dad died or passed away. Her stepdad was in like his 60s or so, and her and her siblings wanted to get him a, like a nurse to help out around the house, take care of him. He had some sickness, and then they found, they found a, um, a service that hooked them up with this nurse. She was like in her 30s or whatnot. Right away when she got there, she healed him with like this holistic medicine of some ailment, something that was going on with him. And they really, you know, thought that was great. But as time went on, after just like a few months or whatever, they started noticing she had like bad things on her record and um, the company fired her. And then the kids found out that she w- she was still going over to their dad's house anyway. And like, you know, just going over there. It became known that the, like saying that they were going to get married and stuff after like two months. And she was like half his age. Uh, they said she claimed to be in her upper 30s, but they, d- they said that she looked very young, very pretty. She didn't even, you know, she barely looked 30 years old. And this guy was in his 60s. And... She was she wasn't like draining his bank accounts, but she was like taking the ATM and going through amounts of money that worried the kids. And the dad was real adamant, like, "Oh, hey, you know, we're not gonna, you're not gonna break us up. You know, I'm gonna marry this girl." And eventually, what ended up happening is the dad started to complain about her missing at night. He would wake up in the middle of the night, and she wouldn't be in the house. And you know, they thought at first they thought like she had a boyfriend, so. The first thing they did is hired a private investigator to watch where she went at night. Well, he would watch the front of the house, and he ended up saying, you know, all night long, she didn't go anywhere. The dad was saying, yeah, she's going somewhere. So after a couple days or something, the private investigator started to watch the back of the house. So he would stay there all night. Well, he ended up seeing her walk out one night in a bathrobe, and she took it off, and he said she was naked. She walked over to the bushes where no one could see. See, and he was like filming this because they they told him they wanted they wanted proof, you know, of her cheating on him or whatever. But it's way weirder than that. 
the bushes started shaking when she went into them and after a few seconds it stops and he says and then you see a little fox run out <laughs> it went under the fence and after like three or four hours the fox comes back the bushes start shaking the naked woman walks back to the porch puts on her robe and walks back in the house that's just what the story that's how the story goes to the private investigator this wasn't like enough to go on you know like it's like what am i looking at here so one you know he's seen this a couple times maybe once or twice or whatever and then this last time he decided to try something so she walks out takes off her robe goes to the bushes the bushes start shaking and then the little fox runs away the guy gets out of his car sneaks onto the property and takes the robe you know what was going on i, I don't know that was his way of trying to break the cycle or whatever the little fox comes back to the bushes and it, they don't start shaking the fox goes right to the car he sees this little fox right up to his vehicle walk right up to his vehicle look up at him with the most evil eyes he had ever seen like yellowish evil eyes and it was making this weird hissing noise and he said he looked at it and it literally told him give me back my robe but it didn't speak the words but he could feel it in his head and he thought that he he said that he was a very grounded person he did not believe in anything like this it was just that this was this wasn't okay this isn't okay there's something wrong here and he thought that this creature was literally telling his words were it was literally telling me to give this object back to him and he said that it crawled underneath his car and he felt the car move like jump and boom you know and it scared the heck out of him so he threw the robe out of the car and started the engine he said he saw this blur like head toward the backyard fence and then he said he looked on the camera and all he saw was a woman going into the house and there was static and he said the woman going in the house there was no video of what happened like after that or like of of it running back or any of the changing parts and he said he was sitting so he goes and he sits in a restaurant after a while or whatever and he goes into a noodle house because this is japan right and he was eating and this woman sits down next to him and tells him you're gonna leave me alone and she's like you know as well as i do what you're dealing with and so if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to kill you. And she told him that point blank. So he quit and he gave all the people the information. So they confront her. The kids go up to her and just kind of say like, hey, we have this this video. You know, she makes up these stories. I, I went and I laid down behind bushes and that's all I did. And <laughs> she's like, I don't know about no fox. You know, she just would she would just make up these weird stories of why she had to go out at night, why she was laying down in bushes that's what she says she would go in the bushes and lay down i guess in japan those are called kitsunes um i guess like the females the female shapeshifters or i guess foxes are a big thing for that it reminds me of the story in the bible where the wise men when they when they found baby jesus they were going to go tell the king where baby jesus was and on the way back one of them has a dream that the king turned into a fox I wonder if the, if the king really could turn into a fox if, if this is a real thing. So the other stories on here, there's a number of them. There's a, a guy turning into like a big black German shepherd looking dog and men in black that turn into dogs. Um, so that fox story is from Paranormal Roundtable. I think he got that from the direct source themselves. So that might be like his his story there uh i think it's on the second episode of uh stories from japan i think it's called there's 
two stories that are really similar um, of of girls like kind of uh, one is afraid to walk home at night by herself. Um, this this was uh, covered by the Beyond Creepy channel, but it was in Strange Magazine in November 1991, Volume 7 is where he got it. And I guess this girl, I guess she's in Houston, Texas. This was in the 60s, in 1962. Her name was Molly Joel, Molly Jo Dayton. So she would work at this donut shop, I believe it was, and she was afraid to walk home at night. I guess it was like a half mile. She had to walk home at midnight by herself. So she would carry a Coke bottle and a roll of pennies in her hand. Like that was her way of not being scared to walk home at night. So she was closing up at night and a stray dog would come by the, come by the donut shop and she would throw it like scraps and stuff. And it was cold one night in the winter. So she brought it, it would like walk her home and she felt a lot safer with this dog. And it was a black dog. She told the dog one time, like, um, I'm going to let you sleep in the house, but you have to go in the morning. And she said that she, the dog nodded at her and she had the bizarre sense that it actually understood each word. And I don't know how, that's just the way she phrased it. Like she could tell that the dog and it nodded like a person would. So she let it in the house and she let it sleep over and she let it go before the, I guess before the the apartment people would be around and she said it just took off really fast like it it knew what was up and um so at the end of every shift you know that dog would keep showing up and she said one night one night i think uh like her friends picked her up early from the from the job and they dropped her off at home early um like i think it was before she would get off at night and she said the dog was there waiting for her and the friends before she even got there and her friends were freaked out because they said there's no way this dog would know to do all that like how did it know that you would be here and not at the donut shop and all this stuff so it creeped out her friends but she thought it was more like i don't know it didn't freak her out as much but she had to uh, be really careful because when her friends were around, the dog was like extra protective. It would show its teeth. And um, Molly recalled uh, a lot of nights she would wake up and the dog, the black dog would be sitting on the floor with his head sitting on the bed, staring at her, not unlike how a lover might look at a sleeping partner. So this started to scare her. Uh, her words were, I guess in the, in the magazine, the quote was, this would scare the hell out of Molly. That's what she wrote in a letter to one of the investigators. But everything changed one night. She was uh, she went to the bathroom, and this is a similar thing in the other one. Like these black dogs, when they when the strays are let in, it follows the girls to the bathroom. So this is like a, I've, I'm gonna have another story. The same thing happened. She was in the bathroom doing her thing, and she didn't shut the door because she lived alone, and the dog started walking up the doorway. She paid no mind until out of the corner. This is her words, quote, I paid no mind until the corner of my eyes I saw something black shoot up high. I turned my head to look, having no fear. As I said, I was comforted by this black dog. It wasn't a black dog, but a man with the most beautiful blue eyes wearing a black suit. The minute I started to scream, I saw this man take the form of the black dog once more. As soon as I could, I went to the door, opened it, and I told the black dog to leave, and I never wanted to see him again. And apparently the dog, or whatever it was, listened to Molly, and never again she saw the black dog after that. 
so this is i was like reading the transcript pretty much from um mr black's beyond creepy channel for that now mr black has another one from turkey the country of turkey this man witnessed a ufo he walks over to the field where the ufo was um the next day to see like if he could see any trace of it okay the next day it's 9 30 at night this is after he goes looking for the like tracks of the ufo he hears knocking at the door and he sees three young men in their 30s he'd never seen them before but um he he knew everybody in town but he'd never seen these guys before um in turkey i guess at the time the tradition was that you're supposed to let people in that knock on your door and invite them in and give them tea. So he lets them in, they sit down, and they told him that they're from a city five miles away. The witness goes to get them tea. He says it took about two minutes, and he comes back into the living room, and they're all gone. And he said the way his house is situated, they couldn't have left the front door because they would have had to walk by him because of the way the kitchen is laid out. And he had bars on his windows. So he runs outside, he sees this little girl, even though it's 9.30 at night, the girl across the street was playing in the yard still. And he says to her, like, hey, did you see three guys walk by? And she says, yes. And she points to the end of the block. At the end of the block, there were three black dogs that were staring at him. And they all just were in unison. They were just looking back at him. And eventually they turned and wandered off down the road. So this man, the witness... It's a hard name to pronounce, I guess, Yomas or Yimas or something like that. I, I'm not good with Middle Eastern. I don't know the first thing about um, how I would pronounce any of these names. But uh, the witness, he remained outside looking around, and just then another neighbor woman comes running down the street screaming in a panic that she'd just seen three men flying into the sky. And then, I mean, that's just, I don't even know, like, what to think of that like they didn't even do anything right unless he forgot unless they did something and he forgot about it but i mean the story goes they walk in they say from they're from a town five miles away they walk out i I don't know what the point of that was so that's two and then this last story it's like i'm just gonna overview it but it's um this is from the paranormal roundtable channel and the video is called beware of the dog or beware of dog i don't know which one is as a quick overview, it's a girl and a guy. Uh, he calls them Susan and John, I think. John had to go out for work a lot, and Susan was a little, well, she was shaken up after this. Uh, she was bringing groceries into her house, and the something like a homeless man comes up and takes one of the bags from her. I guess he was like kind of aggressive about it, and it scared her, scared her really bad. She was by herself. She didn't know what to do, and he took a bag and just took it from her and left. And she was like really scared then to you know be alone and he had to like leave for days for work one day a dog comes by a big black dog and it's all friendly to her and she feeds it outside like the hallway of the apartment complex she gives it water she gives it some food and eventually she buys like dog food i think for it and then she lets it in and you know um she makes friends with it she eventually tells john john's I'm like, oh, okay, um, you know, I guess maybe, you know, I think he was a little worried about it, but, you know, he was like, if, you know, if he, if it makes you feel more comfortable or something, it just kind of hung around and, um, they had to pay like 
a little deposit and all this stuff and the so they ended up making a decision to keep it and the dog kind of weird things started happening to make a long story short it would get out it would open the patio door somehow even though they were positive because it happened more than once they were positive that they shut it and they locked it they were they couldn't figure it out it would just get out of the house sometimes it would it wouldn't like destroy things as much as it would like strange things like i think they found spilt milk and human footprints in the in the milk and they were like how what's going on here you know they were like classical music fans they named it uh, i think they named the dog amadeus after amadeus mozart um they said that it would react to mozart's music in a way that said it would kind of obviously like mozart's music more than other music so they they named it amadeus this one just gets weirder and weirder eventually it popped up on uh, on the island of the kitchen when the girl turns around she was cooking she thought she saw like a, a man with long black hair and she was like whoa and she turns around and then the dog just runs around from the island of the of the kitchen and she she thought she saw that one time the boyfriend was home so he he would come home and you know like live there for a few and he would just leave a few days at a time so while he was there he said that the he fell asleep in the bath in the bathtub and he said he didn't remember falling asleep, but he just ended up having this dream or something that the dog was taking its paws and jumping on him and holding him under the water. And he like woke up and like, like, like in a frenzy. And he said that the dog was just sitting across the bathroom, just looking at him, but it wasn't like barking or trying to help or something. He thought that like, whoa, what a weird dream. I think they both started having dreams of the dog walking around on two legs around the house and starting to walk like a person in the house and things like that and i think they communicated to each other these things and then she falls asleep in the bathtub when the dog's in the bathroom too she starts dreaming of this like um the dog like pulling her out of the water almost like rescuing her and his was something awful right these other dreams started to pop up where the dog was like for the guy the dog turned into like this werewolf looking thing tried to pull him out of the bed and then when he kind of woke up or whatever the dog was like standing over him and in the kitchen like where she saw the the good looking guy reflection he saw something that he said looked like a werewolf mixed with some kind of fish for a face and it was like made this like demonic like grin at him and he turns around like, whoa, and then he just sees the dog standing there with his little paws on the on the kitchen island. He's like, whoa, uh, uh, okay, down, buddy, and like he gets down. The man noticed that he was losing a lot of weight, and the dog was getting bigger. So when they got the dog, they brought him to the vet, and the vet just said it didn't find anything odd about the dog. So <laughs> he got her a vase with Valentine roses. They came home one day, it was smashed smashed against the wall somehow the piano the top got opened up by the piano and he got on top of it and so he got on somehow got on top of the piano and they found dog hair all over the piano so like things that dogs would normal normally not do so she would go to sleep and have these all weird visions of the dog walking into the bedroom on two legs like it would stretch itself out onto two legs and the dreams were becoming more and more like it was a man josh turner the 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 podcast guy that runs this asked her does the vivid type dream did it seem like it was almost real and she said no at first it just seemed like they were 
they, they were dreams and eventually it started to become more and more like it was real like something was really happening john was having like i said before he was having the same dreams but the when he would wake up the dog was like looming over him while he was asleep they had friends over one time one of their they they had to put the dog in its own little room it would like growl at friends and stuff like that it was like really aggressive towards people that would come over and especially when they would get close to uh susan when it was in the room one of their friends like had a really bad feeling about it and he like walked over to the door and said something along the lines of like um something really evil like there's an evil presence in this room and then they started noticing that the dog was like hitting the door or something and then after they kind of would were like standing all by the door and the guy kept saying these types of things they they said it sounded like a man with fists was pounding on the on the other side of the door like the inside of the door at this point like john started to get more and more like suspicious like like something's not right um now where he started to get more and more suspicious he losing weight and stuff his wife would see like a very good looking man out of the corner of her eye or in a mirror and he would see like something like demonic looking things smiling back at him and like they would catch these things out of the corner of their eyes um at one point she is in the bathroom by herself when he was like out of town or something and she just was like half asleep you know she woke up in the middle of night to use the bathroom she was like half asleep and she just kind of like picks her head up and she saw a naked man sitting in the corner of the bathroom like just sitting there looking at her and she kind of shook her head like blinked a couple times and then she like look oh it was the dog one time john came home from work and he swears that he walked in the door and he was stone cold sober he was wide awake he said that he saw a naked man standing by his wife's bedroom door just watching her sleep and then um when he came in the door he saw that the guy like lunged into the room and his his legs like turned into dog legs like as he like went in and he said that at that point he was like i know what i saw i know i saw a naked man standing there i was sober i was awake i wasn't tired i clearly saw that now all of this came to a head one time they started fighting more and more about the dog and the dog would start like getting aggressive when they would argue about it and like literally get between the two of them and i think they broke up for a little bit of time and he was gone she had this very vivid dream that this man crawled into the bed with her and while at first like um like seduced and tried to seduce her and she was all kind of like in a half dream state or whatever and she admitted that he began to like you know she began to kiss him and everything and that this man she kept seeing visions of it was very very beautiful she said he was almost like middle eastern looking um he had like dusky hue of a skin tone and and that is like he had like a long black long black flowing hair and a well manicured beard and mustache and he was very handsome he had light brown eyes and she said that he was gorgeous and he got on top of her and they began in this dream to like make love and she eventually she said that this guy's face like in the dream state started to fall away like his literally his face began to morph and she said it wasn't pretty it was like morphing like slowly and swirling the flesh began to fall off of his face and like where his nose and his mouth everything joined together became to be like a muzzle it started to turn into like a muzzle it was like a wolf was popping out of his skin 
and these weird eyes and his head began to shake and there was like slobber coming off of it and she was like oh my gosh oh my gosh you know and then she like wakes up and the dog is like leering over her now and she was like well no i didn't have like intercourse with this dog but the dog was like leaning over on the side of the bed and he was looking down at her and then she just she said like freaked her out she was like it was the most nauseating and terrifying thing that ever happened. And she said that she stood up and she made the conscious decision in her mind. She's like, I got to get the heck away from this dog. So she, so she said that she was like, she knew she had to do something and she like gets up and she runs into the hallway and she went into the bathroom and she was grabbing her stuff to put into a bag. She was putting all of her stuff in a bag and then the door closed the of the bathroom and then she turned and she was like well what the heck i i gotta you know i just gotta get stuff and she was even contemplating uh jumping out of the window of her bathroom and she she sat in the bathroom for like two or three solid minutes and she was too scared she said that at like during this time the door opened and it was like somebody literally opened the door and was just kind of you know like opened up a little bit she saw the dog kind of walk in the into the hallway and then she was terrified, you know, and she was like, I need to get out of the room. But the dog was in the hallway. So she thought about going out the window and then she was like, the dog might attack. That was what she was thinking. Like it might do that. She didn't know what to think. So she she was turning around. She was heading towards the window. She caught a glimpse because she was like half turning around and she caught a glimpse once again of the man. And then she saw the man from the dream. Uh, she looked down and the dog was there again. So she like kept seeing, you know, like, both like she would see it for a second out of the corner of her eye and then she would see the dog and she would see the man you know and then she just kind of told him i don't know what you are or who you are but i don't want you around me and she said the dog began to shake and vibrate like it was vibrating and it, it was uh like sitting there shaking so she saw it go across the doorway into the hallway and it it just left and she saw on the wall as the as the dog was walking by she saw the shadow of a man moving and going down the hallway and then going down into the ground like kind of like into the dog's shadow she got like a communication even though she was really scared because she was thinking about running even though you know she didn't know what to do she was just kind of sitting there and she got like a communication from the dog and the dog says this is like in her mind or whatever she says i it says uh, i understand you don't want me around i'll leave and so she just stood there and um, watched it walk down the hallway and it disappears around the corner and then she hears the back door open and eventually eventually she walks out with her overnight bag and her stuff or whatever but the dog went out the back door <laughs> I don't know what to think about all that stuff but when you have all of these stories right like I've heard other other people say that they they've seen like when when these things like turn back and forth like they start shaking for some reason and that guy said that the bushes were shaking like I guess that's part of the part of the change I don't know this is a comment underneath that video before we go I'll just read it OMG I had to speak up when you got to the part about the dog getting bigger and the man getting weaker that same thing happened to my mom's dad over this big black cat that started hanging around their ranch 
this is like in the 1930s or something, a very long time ago in northern New Mexico. This cat showed up and pushed its way into the house, Mom said. No other way to describe it, she said, because in those days, animals definitely stayed outside. Besides, their place was tiny, literally only two rooms with an outside toilet. Anyway, my grandfather said that this cat used to glare at him all the time, and he began to feel like it was draining the life out of him. One day he kicked it, and it hit the wood-burning heater, screamed like an old woman, and they jumped up and shoot it out. They heard that an old lady who lived in the area suffered a cooking accident soon after that, and she got burned. She was kind of a mysterious old woman, and that no one could ever remember her not being old, or when she ever showed up, or who she was related to, or how she took care of herself. All right, I'd like to thank everybody for checking out the podcast. Uh, my Patreon is patreon.com slash paradoxwalk. My RSS feed is at the bottom there. You can click that. I'd like to thank my first Patreon, Roxy, and the music is Downbeat 88. The intro track is called The Dark, and the outro track is called Moment of Peace. Hope you guys are doing good. Talk to you soon. Bye.